Ashton Henderson, a four-year letter winner for Spartan football from 2006 through 2009, returned to Michigan State in February of 2022 as Executive Associate Athletics Director for Championship Resources. In this new role, Henderson oversees student-facing areas associated with health, mental and physical wellness, and student-athlete engagement. He oversees many of the areas that support student-athletes beyond their sport-specific training. This means athletic training, academic support, career development, nutrition, strength and conditioning, a very holistic approach, and it's a Pleasure to welcome Ashton to MSU today. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thank you for having me, Russ. I'm a huge fan. Well, I appreciate that. So, And before we talk about what a cool thing, championship resources, I love the name. We're going to find out about those. But take us back first. What made you come to MSU to pursue your college football dream? Absolutely. So, again, thank you for having me on, Russ. It's truly an honor and a privilege. Ashton Henderson, my, my values are integrity, faith, family, discipline, determination, and drive. My value proposition is simply to add value to any space I'm in. Now, granted, I'm glad that it's more physically in nature and not via Zoom as much or Teams or any other technological apparatus we've been on for the past 18 and a half, seems like five years, but I'm grateful to be back and serving my alma mater in that capacity. I think for me personally, what drew me to MSU was the rich tradition and history um, about this institution and uh, just I should have been a historian, although I did graduate from the best college at Michigan State, which is Com Arts and Science, woot, woot, two times over, two me times <laughs> over. So I'm grateful for that. But I just had an affinity for history. My, my history teacher in high school was amazing, and she really challenged me to wherever I chose to go um, to really have a full in-depth understanding of what that meant and how it was going to be a generation or a legacy builder for not only me, but my family doing down the road. And so as I started to do more research and I fell in love more and more and more of with Michigan State and learning about George Webster, Bubba Smith, all the various aspects of the color barrier being broken and how Joe Namath was supposed to come here to Michigan State. However, he was really trait in that area in terms of understanding that. And that part really resonated with me and why I wanted to be a Spartan, along with a myriad of different reasons of why I'm here and why I'm grateful. If I had to do it all over again, I'd choose Michigan State every single time. What a cool answer, Spartans will. And and because, Ashton, you played for both John L. Smith and Mark D'Antonio, just compare and contrast a bit for us. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you asking that question. I'm, I'm forever indebted and grateful to Coach Smith and his staff for taking a chance on a young man from Tallahassee, Florida, who, who had some talent. And he saw that and, and really invested in me, and I'm grateful for him and his staff. And Coach Smith was a player's coach, great guy, uh, but I'm really grateful uh, for everything he helped me with and got me to the point to even load, understand to get a degree and obtain that was his always objective and his priority. Coach D made me into a man, um, and he shaped me and built me and gave me the, the, the assets and everything you see in me today and really gave me an opportunity to not only thrive as an athlete, but as a human being and who's someone I still stay in contact with to this very day. Now, my golf game isn't as sharp as his, <laughs> but I next summer I can't wait to play him because I've been taking some lessons and I'm going to beat him. You heard it here first. <laughs> I love it. And uh, So, Ashton, then you graduate from MSU. Give us a little bit of your career path to now being back at MSU. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been quite a journey. Um, these 12 years that I've been gone from the institution, I've been able to achieve a lot. And that's because of some of the, the amazing people that I've met here at Michigan State on my journey 
And I knew it was divine intervention for me to come here just about how I explain why and how this happened. So for me, um, after leaving Michigan State, or my playing days are over for, for lack of a better term, I ended up going immediately to grad school. And that's really when a time in your life where you're at an intersectionality, you're at a cross point and a crossroads where you're trying to figure things out. I've been playing football since I was five years old and my identity and everything in which I knew was wrapped into that. And I had no clue what was next for me. And I was grateful because I built a lot of authentic relationships during my time on campus. And a gentleman by the name of Jim Pignatero, um, who is my forever mentor and lost a six-year battle with to Hodgkin's, Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, gave me an opportunity to work in athletics and work under him and learn from him. And during that time, um, he was the president of our national association, which at that time he told me I would be one day, and I laughed at him. Um, and so that, you know, moving forward, after I GA'd with Jim, I went on to Florida State University where I served as an academic coordinator for our football and track and field team. I did that for two years along with other life skills development work and, and programming. While I was there, I also wrote a book with my teammate, uh, two of my teammates, Travis Key, um, who has a phenomenal story from tra from just amazing young man and someone I look up to and aspire to to this day, as well as Caleb Thornhill, another gentleman, uh, Wright Lanson Product, um, who is an amazing asset and, and been a great friend to me and brother over the years. So after that, uh, my boss who hired me at Florida State asked me to come to Clemson University. I went to Clemson University um, as the Associate Director of Football Academic Support and Student Life and Engagement. And from that period, I really got connected to what my passion was, and that was helping and advancing the mission of student athletes and really wanting their experience to be much better than mine was. So from that experience um, at Clemson, I ended up getting heavily involved in our national association, just as Jim was, which is called N4A, which stands for the National Association for Academic Advisors and Student Athlete Development Professionals. Say that 10 times fast, if you will. Um, <laughs> I tried doing that a lot, and it's a lot, but it's grateful to do that. And it's the largest affiliate under the NACTA umbrella. So I got involved. Uh, then from that experience, I got called back to Florida State to serve um, as a pretty much the associate director of a new program, character development, life skills program, mental health, diversity, equity, inclusion program that they wanted to launch. So the president, Thrasher, um, reached out to me, and I was thoroughly thankful and grateful to come back to my hometown and lead this new program from and build it from the ground up. And I'm happy to say um, it's in its seventh year of existence. With We've created three leaderships classes, life skills development, and many other aspects there at Florida State. But also there, I grew as an administrator, grateful to President Thrasher, um, Vanessa Fuchs, who is my forever champion, who is the CEO of, of We Coach right now, um, is a leadership development nonprofit uh, to help coaches advance. She was my immediate champion, as well as David Coburn, Stan Wilcox, Carl Hicks. They all gave me an opportunity because they saw a huge part for me to grow in administration. So they made me a sport administrator for track and field and cross country. I was also the secondary sport admin for football, as well as I was our DEI champion and coordinator uh, and sat on the President's Council for Diversity, Equity, Inclusion during my time there as well through those six-year period. Also, Jim's vision came true for me. I became the M4A president uh, just this past year, uh, serving over 2,100 members um, nationwide and something that I've truly learned a, a lot about my skill set as a leader 
and how to galvanize and, and really educate folks across the scope of the aisle uh, to really challenge and champion mental health initiatives, various aspects of nutrition, which fall right into my, my current role. Then from there, I've always wanted to learn what professional sports was and what it looked like. And uh, from that opportunity at Florida State, after that second stint, I ended up getting an opportunity, grateful to Mark Hollis, who was the AD here when I was here at Michigan State. Uh, for the chance to get to in front of the Detroit Pistons. And I'm here to know I was there for a year and some change as their first ever chief diversity officer, more both internally and externally. And what an unbelievable experience for me to learn about revenue generation, all the aspects of sitting on the NBA team-wide and league-wide nutrition committee, as well as wellness committee and learning from the best 30 minds in the country. There's only 30 of you in the whole world. And that was something I got to be a part of every single day in and day out and truly learned about my business acumen and how I wanted to bring those aspects to the collegiate realm. Then for me, college athletics has a stronghold on my heart. And it's something where I, I knew and I enjoyed pro sports. It was fun. But my heart, my mission, my passion, my goal is 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 here working with student athletes. And when I learned about this opportunity, it was yeah, just, so you've already started to answer my next question. <laughs> Why? Yeah, what attracted yeah. you to this job now? Yeah, I, 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 honestly, just the, the the opportunity to work in a capacity where mainly I've been in the trenches in the weeds of, of really executing and migrating and, and putting programs together. But now I had the real autonomy to structure and put the right infrastructure and, and strategy around various aspects of very critical areas to the student-athlete experience. So... Why are you passionate about this kind of work? I can sense it from you. I'm passionate, Russ, because this is what my calling is. This is my why. This is I really feel this is why I was been, I was born to help serve and help young men and women and, and those alike have an unbelievable experience at the best institution um, that there is known to man. And I think every day I wake up fulfilled, passioned, passion driven, fueled, knowing that I'm walking to my purpose. I'm in alignment with my vision, and I know that same energy is infectious, and our student-athletes feel that, our coaches feel that, our internal stakeholders, our donors, supporters. What you put out into the world is what you get back, and I truly believe that, and that's an output of what I bring to the table every day, and I want to bring consistent energy messaging as our department just read the energy bus. That's why I have a lot of energy in that, and I've stumped my ticket and the, the units I oversee, we've all punched our tickets on the bus, and I'm really excited about where we're heading under Allen's vision. Well, with me on MSU today, and I'm Russ White, is Ashton Henderson. He's Executive Associate Athletics Director for Championship Resources in Spartan Athletics. And so, Ashton, tell us, what are Championship Resources and more about what you do in your role and kind of the organization chart, what you oversee? Absolutely, Russ. Now, as much as I would love to take credit for that cool <laughs> name, believe it or not, Alan came up with that. I love it. Which is, you know, many would say it would be me because I'm more hipper and cooler. I always tell <laughs> Alan he played in the 80s. He gets upset with me about that. I think he played in the 90s. But uh, with that being said, um, the Championship Resources family has been immensely grateful uh, to me and building this out. So under the auspices of the Championship Resources umbrella, you'll find athletic training, Spartans Fuel, which is our nutrition um, for the entire athletic ecosystem, as well as our athletic performance unit, which most would call strength and conditioning coaches, which is really critical and important to the student athlete experience. 
as well as, which I'm immensely happy and proud of, our new revamped mental health program that falls under the auspices of those championship resources as well. Then you have sports science, which is a new, I mean, just an unbelievable area where I'm learning every day um, about how those modalities and opportunities really activate and help our student athletes gain competitive advantages by scientific-based research um, and evidence-based research, which has been great uh, to be a part of. Also, I have the privilege to champion our name, image, and likeness strategy along with a team of 10 other individuals, um, along with our entire department and what we do to help really educate our student athletes in that capacity, as well as uh, work hand-in-hand with Angela Monte and Todd Edwards on our Spartan for Life program, uh, which falls under student athlete development and our Varsity S program, which is for our former letter winners, as well as I'm the sport admin for women's basketball. So just a few things on the championship. <laughs> a full <resource>. plate for <laughs> Ashton Henderson. And Ashton, what is, I know we could have a conference on this, but your assessment of the state of mental and physical wellness with student athletes at MSU and really across the country. Yeah, mental health is is something that that hits the front door for me. Um, And I say that because many of my family members deal and have mental health illnesses. Um, And it's something that I'm more cognizant of, I'm more aware of, and I try to really be a student of the game to learn more about how I can support and really lean into various aspects. Even for me, um, it's important, you know, to know, and I, I want to divulge this freely because there is a stigma around you have to have something wrong with you to see a mental health counselor. And I see a mental health counselor every month uh, to help keep me sane as well as to really destigmatize and let folks know it is okay, but it's not okay to not be okay. And I'm grateful uh, for Alan's vision uh, to have the ability in the Montgomery family and many who've given us um, just the, just the an autonomy and a latitude and a runway to cultivate two positions um, that our staff has fully in athletics. We have Jeff Williams now with us, who's our director of student athlete wellness, who has been an incredible value add and has future proofed our processes in so many ways. And one, he is a licensed clinical social worker, as well as we are bringing on Dr. Molly McQuarrie, who also uh, is going to be, who is CMPC certified and has some other initiatives on the mental performance side. So I'm really grateful along with our practitioners and network and folks who work part-time with us that are nine to help support our student athletes because there is so much going on from when I was a student athlete over a decade ago to now. I do not envy these young people and there's a lot of pressure on these young people and sometimes we tend to forget they're only 18 to 22 years old and your brain's still developing Um, and there's some things that we have to keep in context. So and everyone brings something different to the table. You don't know their socioeconomic background, their status, what they're coming to. Are they the oldest sibling? Are they the middle child? There's so much to, to dissect, but I'm grateful we have people in place to support our student-athletes at a high level. And, you know, Ashton, you mentioned Greg Montgomery. Tell me, what is the Ultimate Growth Foundation? What's its mission? The Ultimate Growth Foundation has been an unbelievable champion of the mental health aspects of everything that only our program stands for but as we lean into suicide prevention month uh, this month in september it's important that we really honor and understand the importance of folks mental health and what i mean by that is the greg h montgomery jr foundation which we all know is ultimate growth and grateful to margo and everyone affiliated um, with that unbelievable mission the whole premise of it is to educate 
and provide awareness around suicide prevention, as well as educate and provide resources around mental health. Uh, for context, um, Greg Jr. Uh, took his life by suicide fall of 2022, excuse me, fall of 2020. And from that day, to ensure that his life and legacy continued to live on, his family uh, has really started and cultivated and curated this amazing mission of the UG. UG, more sentiment around it is Uncle Greg. Um, and a lot of folks called Greg that, not only folks who weren't biologically related to him, but the, the lives in which he touched. So the UG Foundation is truly special to the MSU family and personally to me, particularly over these last few months that I've been at Michigan State, really getting to know their family and how this mission and what we're building around mental health and suicide prevention is just getting started. Oh, that's so cool. And some may remember Greg was an All-American awesome punter, and I believe the team that won the 88 Rose Bowl was an outstanding player at MSU. And Ashton, tell me some more about some of the ways you and your team go about trying to improve student-athletes' mental and physical wellness. Absolutely. I think it's important for us to continue to have a pulse on what's going on. So for me, it's getting into the training room, um, getting into spaces where student-athletes reside, not being someone, it's easy to just stay at your desk and, and emails will inundate and come come and go. But for me, I make, a, make it a priority to get around and talk to student athletes, connect with them, understand their experience, who their families are, what's their why, what drives them. And that's helped me and Jeff and, and will help Molly as well and many others, Dr. Noble and a lot of folks who are really committed to this work and Dr. Covan and so many more in our entire department to know how we educate and work with student athletes. We have all those areas in the championship resource family. We have weekly meetings where we're assessing and evaluating what's going on with the student athletes. Um, obviously with HIPAA laws and things of that nature, um, we are very cognizant of what can be shared and what cannot be, but there is a genuine pulse and understanding of where our student athletes are, which I'm grateful for. And that comes with building authentic relationships, asking the right questions, not just stopping by and saying, and I'm bad at this and I'm getting better. Hey, you good? I'm good. You good? Let's keep walking. No, we got to have a meaningful conversation saying, hey, how are you doing today? And what has been a challenge in your day? Those are the questions we have to start asking to get folks more feeling connected to us instead of the real quick hitters where you're never going to get the right and real answer because they know you don't have time to talk to them. So I've been more mindful of that along with our committee and Jeff has helped us really on understanding some other areas where in themes that we pick up. Also, there's a, a group and a huge shout out, and I'm grateful to our deputy athletics director, Jen Smith, for getting this back going is ISAG, which we come together every week and discuss, you know, various issues and things that are happening around our campus and in our students and what we're seeing as trends and how we can support them. And that meeting has been instrumental in our approach of how we provide care as well as, you know, sports psychiatry and things that need to be activated from those meetings, as well as different events that we're putting on to, to really destigmatize mental health and just support our students. I can't wait this semester um, to have a, uh, we're going to call it wellness week for final exam week and have various therapy dogs and different initiatives going on to support our students and let them know that this is a 365 366 a year leap in a leap year effort not just one day one month but we're fully committed to this 
And Ashton, you you mentioned NIL, name, image, and likeness. I still I think people a lot of people are still learning about it. From Spartan Athletics perspective, what would you like people to kind of know what NIL is and sort of our evolving approach to something? Absolutely. So our program at Michigan State University, and this supersedes me. I'm just grateful um, for the infrastructure that was put in place by many. I won't start naming names because there's too many people to name, but I will say this. Our program, um, Evergreen is what it's called, is the most comprehensive, most thought out educational platform program in the country. And I say that with the most utmost bravado and confidence and strength because many of our colleagues around the country have have underscored that. And that work has started, you know, right when NIL and NIL, for those who aren't as familiar, uh, student athletes are able to profit off their name, image, likeness. Boy, did I miss the boat. Uh, when I was a student athlete, um, hopefully, um, but I'm, I'm grateful, but that comes with a lot of responsibility. So what we do is educate and we're grateful to partner with many external folks, but the DDMC framework is what we live by. Grateful to Elliot Daniels for his leadership in our educational arm and Matt for helping us in our branding elements, as well as uh, many others, Holly Baumgartner and some, and some other folks, Alice Bresky and uh, Erica Eric and uh, have been immensely helpful in garnering our, our, our program. In fact, we have a meeting this afternoon at two o'clock about strategy. <laughs> so I'm excited. I love it. Well, and uh, Ashton, we mentioned your title, executive associate athletics director for championship resources, just sort of summarize maybe some short, some long-term goals, some challenges and opportunities in reaching those. Just what do you want us to know about championship resources? Yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, in this 50th year of as we, as we celebrate Title IX throughout this entire opportunity for me, it's important that we provide equity. And I know it's a huge part of Allen's vision across not only in our revenue generating and driving sports, but across all sports and having that just being at the forefront. So part of my role in a short term stance, and I'm grateful I went on a championship resources listening tour so the past uh, several months, I've been meeting with coaches and support staff to ensure where are the gaps, where are the things we can do as a department to make things more equitable. And that's been a huge understanding for me so I can go back and have a vision and a strategy to put things in place over time. So that for me, that was the short term was to understand what, what the issues are and how can we attack this comprehensively. And the long-term goal is all the areas in which I have the privilege to champion and oversee that we are providing the utmost quality care and first-class experience to our student-athletes to best to, to the best of our abilities. And we can do that in a cornucopia of different ways, and I'm committed to doing that. And being on the ground is important as well. And seeing how our student-athletes travel, what they're eating, what what's, what's the fueling plan, where do we do – it's all – the competitive advantage is in recruiting and all those aspects that I oversee are mainstays, not only for our department, for the country and what's being assessed by everybody that we're competing against. That's Michigan State University Spartan Athletics, Executive Associate Athletics Director for Championship Resources, Ashton Henderson. And uh, before I let you go, uh, some some may know you're best known for returning a block punt for a touchdown in MSU's 35-point comeback win over Northwestern in 2006. I still think the biggest comeback in FBS history. Just High snap, and uh, they blocked the kick. The Spartans blocked the kick. Devin Thomas has blocked the kick. Going, it's scooped up. It's scooped up. 
And going to the end zone is Ashton Henderson down the left sideline. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, MSU. Obviously, you couldn't have possibly dreamt what you had just ignited, but take us back and what a great memory. That must be arguably has to be one of the 10 most famous games in our history, right? Russ, October 21st defined my life for I knew at that day in that juncture that anything was possible. Any hope, any dream, anything I ever aspired to do if I put my mind to it and never stopped believing. And as Winston Churchill says, never, never, never give up. And that's something our team did that day. And I was watching intently. Maybe two years ago, UCLA was on the cusp of breaking that record. And I was I was like, no, this can't happen. But uh, I'm grateful, and that's something I hold fondly. And I've never had that many text messages in my life. And it's a moment where my parents, believe it or not, DVDs still exist. And they have that moment uh, captured, and we watch it sometimes during the holidays, and it's something that's truly special. High snap, and they blocked the kick. The Spartans blocked the kick. Devin Thomas has blocked the kick. It's going, George. It's scooped up. It's scooped up. And going to the end zone is Ashton Henderson down the left sideline. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, MSU. Audio courtesy of Scott Moore. That's George Blaha on the Spartan Sports Network. I love it. Ashton, what a pleasure to meet you. Your your charisma, your passion is both palpable and contagious, and uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the program today. I appreciate it, Russ. Thank you for the opportunity. Go green. Go white. I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.